Welcome to the Mikvah Minute, an Eden Center production with Gabrielle Hodes, an experienced Kala teacher and intimacy counselor, who will be discussing real-life questions around Mikvah and intimacy while giving you tips to improve one's experience. Hi, Gabrielle. Thank Hi. you so much for meeting with me. My name is Avra, and I am an intern at the Eden Center. As a continuation of our Mikvah Minute podcast, we are starting a new series called Uncovering the Basics of the Mikvah Practice. So the first question that I wanted to ask you is, what are some of the things you recommend when looking for when choosing a mikvah? And how do you know if the mikvah of your choosing is right for you? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, I think I've mentioned it in one of our other podcasts, but I think it's good to zoom in and hone in on this particular question. It's about checking in with yourself and what feels right to you. And we all know that there are so many different people in the world and we all have different values and different priorities and different things that, you know, give us a, a feeling of peace and serenity and things that really irritate us and drive us crazy. So the first thing is we want to just be sensitive to those things and, and and be more aware and be more mindful. So the things that come to mind to me are you want to look at three things, the mikvah attendant, you want to look at the your aesthetics of the mikvah and hygiene. Okay, those are three important things. And I would also add a more pragmatic uh, thing, which is also location. If we start with maybe aesthetics, again, for some people, being in a beautiful place with modern, you know, equipment and furniture, then if that's going to enable them to feel like they connect and they are relaxed and they are being pampered, that's going to really enhance their mikvah experience and, and create a space where they actually look forward to going there. You need to check in with yourself when, when you're in a place, are you feeling like you can feel relaxed and you're like feeling, wow, I want to be here. It's creating a space of, I want more of this, or is it feeling like I want to get out of here? Okay. And if you're feeling, I want to get out of here again, try and check in with what is it about being there? That's giving you that feeling. It might not be to do with the aesthetics might be to do with other things that we'll discuss. So the first thing is knowing what is important to you in terms of the physical conditions of the mikvah. Okay, and that's talking about like, so, and it might be not only about the shower and the bath and the sink, do they supply you with all the things that you need, uh, like the shampoo and the soap and the uh, toothpaste and whatever it might be. And if they do, are they of the quality that you enjoy using or not? Now, obviously, someone who wants to prepare in the mikveh can take all their things from home, but maybe someone doesn't want to. And maybe that's part of feeling that like you'd go to a hotel and you would want to, you wouldn't necessarily take your own shampoo and conditioner. You might want to use what they give you in the hotel. So similarly here, and if they're supplying you with the brands that you don't like, that might be something that impacts your your decision of whether that's uh, an experience that you like. Again, this, this is also personal. And for some people, this won't bother them in the slightest and they don't even have that expectation. There's no right or wrong. Again, it's just so individual. And then I would say in terms of just the actual mikvah itself, is it a size that they like? Is the water usually the temperature that they like? Is the shape of the mikvah and how the the room is? Is there enough? Do they feel they get enough privacy in the mikvah? So there are 
all these things are about the physical side. So I would say that's one thing. Any questions about that particular aspect? No, that was a wonderful answer and completely makes sense. I would say the follow-up to that is what is the role of a mikvah attendant? Is there always a mikvah attendant with you? And so what does that look like? And how does that impact how you may choose um, your mikvah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the second element that I would say is really important to think about when choosing a mikvah is the mikvah attendant. Okay. The mikvah attendant is going to, well, let's start with what her role is. Her role is to, in many cases, she's going to be the person, the face that welcomes you to the mikvah and show you maybe to your room where you're going to prepare or get ready. And she's also going to be uh, there to supervise your tefillah, dipping in the water. So her her role is twofold. It's to make sure that when a woman immerses in the water, that her whole body, including all the hairs on her head, everything is going under the water. And she's also there to ensure that a woman going in the water is, is safe. And I imagine that also if there are women who have fear of water or different things that the mikvah attendant would be there to help them uh, with whatever is going on at that moment. We want to make sure that that person is a person who you feel the, the woman going to the mikvah feels comfortable with and that she doesn't feel judged by. Um, I would say in communities where the mikvah attendant is from the community, uh, that can sometimes make women feel uncomfortable, okay? They feel that going to the mikvah is something very private and if they're going to meet the woman who they see at shul, then maybe do they want to be going to that mikvah? Is that going, are they okay with that? Or is that going to make them feel uncomfortable? If they live in a small, in Israel, they might live in a small settlement and maybe it's their mother or their mother-in-law is the mikvah attendant. How does that make them feel? Okay. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's about what, it's not about the person themselves. It's about the relationship. And I would say that in places where we don't have much choice, it's so important, and this is one of the things that the Eden Center does when they train the mikvah attendant, is the mikvah attendant needs to remember that, that her job at that moment is supervising the woman's immersion. And I think that's super important because when a woman's standing naked and wet in the water, she's not feeling that she's able to protect herself and stand up for herself, and can fit, that can make someone feel very uncomfortable. But if we now zoom out of that and we say that where there is no other relationship, the only context is that this woman is the mikvah attendant. We want a mikvah attendant who makes us, I would say, feel comfortable, right? You know, I want someone who who I feel isn't judging, um, isn't critical, isn't putting her maybe um, stringencies on the woman. So it could be that some women are happy to go to the mikvah, taking responsibility for their own preparation, and they don't feel like they want the mikvah attendant to ask them questions or check them. Okay, so you would want a mikvah attendant who was okay with that and who knew to say, would you like me to ask you any questions or would you like me to check you um, rather than uh, coming along and saying, I, I have to do this. And the woman feeling that she is forced to go through some sort of inspection that is not actually halakhically necessary. She's got the obligation to do that herself, not the mikvah attendant. Um, and then I would just add one other thing that I maybe goes in with aesthetics, but to me, I, I separate it. And that is, that's also uh, hygiene, okay? Some people have, there's a huge spectrum of what is important to people in terms of hygiene. You do want to make sure that the mikvah you go to feels like, again, safe for you and that you're not going to be worried about, can I step on the floor or can I touch the um, 
tap the faucet or can I sit on the toilet seat because that's going to make you feel anxious and it's not going to help you relax and be in a state of being and be able to enjoy your mikvah experience. So that would be the third thing that I would say is super important when you when you choose a mikvah, you want to choose a mikvah that you feel like matches your levels of hygiene so that you can feel comfortable there. Now, I would say that in Israel, we're very lucky and in most places, there's a huge choice. But in America, where you're from, there could be places where there aren't that many. There are obviously going to be places where there are huge choices. Some of people don't have the choice. And then it's okay, so now what do I do now? So maybe it doesn't meet those standards, then what? Okay, that might be a discussion for another another podcast. We'll see if we have time. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, is location. So if you know convenience is a huge priority for you, and you happen to be traveling on the way home from work, and between your work and your home, there's a mikvah on the way. And maybe it's not your top mikvah in terms of aesthetics, but it's convenient well, then that might impact your choice. So I think, I guess I would add convenience in here into the mix because we live busy lives and sometimes making it easy is going to be, you know, really important. Thank you for answering all the questions and we will see you in the next episode. See you soon. Take care. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of the mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as a natural platform it is to connect with women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedincenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah welcoming, relevant, and meaningful. This episode is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sponsoring the podcast in dollars or shekels at theedincenter.com backslash P-R-O-D-U-C-T backslash P-O-D-C-A-S-T dash S-P-O-N-S-O-R backslash. Additionally, Give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. Thank you.